Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. We were praying, and if we prayed for, you know, Russia, or behind the Iron Curtain, we prayed for the Christians who were being persecuted. And one night the Lord impressed me with this verse and said, before I can come, there'll have to be a revival and a harvest from Russia. He's waiting for the precious fruit of North America. No. He's waiting for the precious fruit of the United States. No. He's waiting for the precious fruit harvest of the earth. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan as he talks about live in the supernatural. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, say it out loud. The Lord is good. And His mercy endureth forever. Aren't you glad? That's enough to shout about. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. Now, if you have your Bibles tonight, you could open them to the fifth chapter of James, verse 7. Be patient, therefore, brethren, under the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth, and hath long patience for it until he receive the early and the latter rain. Praise God forevermore. Amen. Be patient, therefore, brethren, under the coming of the Lord. Well, when James wrote this, the church was looking forward to the coming of the Lord because he said he was coming. And then all through the scriptures talks about him coming. Well, why hasn't he come? Why doesn't he come? Now, we read from the 21st chapter of Luke's gospel and the 24th chapter of Matthew's Gospel about signs of the end time. And there will be wars and rumors of wars, pestilences, famines, earthquakes, nation rising against nation, men's hearts failing them for fear for the things that are coming to pass upon the earth. We've certainly seen all of these things come to pass. Paul, writing to Timothy, said that the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the last days men should, would be lovers of themselves, lovers of pleasure more than of God, children disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Amen? And we've certainly seen those things come to pass. They are signs of the end time. Why doesn't he come? Why hasn't he come? Notice, he tells you exactly why he doesn't. 
Behold, the husbandman waiteth. Well, we know he's waiting, or he would have already been here. What's he waiting on? He waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth. That means a harvest. He waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth. And he hath long patience for it until he received the early and the latter rain. Amen. And of course, it takes the outpouring of the Spirit that's illustrated in the early and the latter rain for there to be a harvest. A number of years ago, and you, Rhema graduates, you'll remember, before we started full-time, full-fledged church on the campus, we would have a Sunday night service and we'd have a Wednesday night service. We started first of all on Monday night just having a prayer meeting, primarily for the students because we didn't have a church. We moved it to Wednesday night. We didn't have all the facilities and the help that we have now. We'd take requests that people had written in or phoned in and would pray over them. Now we have prayer groups we usually, when school's on, there's about 500 and some odd people, about 130 some odd prayer groups is praying every single day. Different ones have different areas in which they pray. And so, we were praying, and if we prayed for, you know, Russia, or behind the Iron Curtain, we prayed for the Christians who were being persecuted, and one night the Lord impressed me with this verse and said, before I can come, there'll have to be a revival and a harvest from Russia. He's waiting for the precious fruit of North America. No. He's waiting for the precious fruit of the United States. No. He's waiting for the precious fruit harvest of the earth. So we changed, you remember, you, you remember, you graduates, you remember we changed our way of praying back there in the 80s? And every Wednesday night, sometime I'd think, well, we ought, maybe we won't do that tonight. The Lord said, wait a minute, you haven't done it, do it again. And we took up those countries, one by one, that were behind the Iron Curtain. And we didn't pray for the saints, we prayed for the nations and for the leaders and prayed for the, an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Well, God laid it on the heart of Brother Jim Caseman, and he published or had published two and a half million of our books, and they smuggled them into Russia. I said to him all the time, if you'll get the authority of the believer in the hands of the few Christians that are there, they'll change their nation. And they did it. I said they did it. And if you remember at Winter Seminar, at Winter Seminar, after the Iron Curtain went down, the Berlin Wall went down. Remember, we had five German from East Germany, you know, who had been and at, at Winter Seminar. One of them who could speak English spoke for the, all of them and he said, we contribute our deliverance and bloodless revolution to two books, the Bible and Brother Hagin's book, Authority of the Believer said, when we got a hold of authority believer, before he said, we hated these people. We started praying for them. We started praying for the leaders of the communists of our, you know, 
Amen. Praise God. And the harvest came. Well, it's still coming. It went down. Hallelujah. Next, the bamboo curtain's going down. Now, we've got about a million and a half books. Brother Jim Caseman again, God spoke to him, already smuggled into China. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a lot of Christians in China, but there'll be more of them. There is fruit already, but there's going to be more. And it'll happen in North Korea. And then we've got all of the Muslim country. You heard Brother Christopher Alam speak, though, and how the doors are opening. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. The gospel of this kingdom shall be preached in all the world as a witness to every nation, and then the end shall come. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord said something to me way back in the winter of 1947 and 48. I was pastor of a church in East Texas. And uh, toward the end of November of 1947, and then all of December of 1947, and then all of January of 1948, rather, January 48, then December of 48, or, or February, excuse me, of 48, and into March, over a period of about four, maybe five months, I spent extra time praying. I kept my Bible open on the altar. I'd slip in there, I went on, carried on everything else that had to be done, and I made you slip in there and pray just a few few sentences and get up and run off. Maybe do that several times a day. Uh, among other things, I, there are about three things really I was praying about. And one of them was I would take those prayers that Paul prayed for the Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 1 and Ephesians chapter 3, and I'd pray them for myself. And I did that day after day. Now, Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday. I never missed less than three times a day praying it. Sometimes four or five. Sometimes I'd stay a little longer. Sometimes I'd say to my wife, now I know because kids are in school, we eat on schedule. If I don't come out, don't send Ken after me, I, I, I'm not going to eat. And so they'd leave me alone. But I, I prayed uh, many a time. When you put it all together, it'd be many, many, many hours. Just pray those same prayers over and over again. Put my name in there. I pray, Paul said, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, may give unto you, I'd say unto me, unto me, put me in there. Hallelujah. And after I'd been praying that way for about uh, four months or almost three, between three and four months, I'm kneeling there in the altar praying the same prayer again, or the two prayers again. I left my Bible open to those things. And, and, and it was just like some man standing there talking to you, yet there's nobody there. Said, I'm going to take you on. See, a lot of people want to go on, but you've got to cover the ground you're on before you can go on. Amen? I'm going to take you on to revelations and visions. Well, almost immediately the revelations began to come. And I was very studious. I... I've been in the ministry, see, for 15 years. 
well, 14 and 48. And I was very studious. I'd read sometimes all night long, gain all the knowledge I could. But by revelation of the Word, I gained more knowledge in a matter of a few months than I had in 14 years put together until I said to my wife, what in the world have I been preaching? I mean, I've been so stupid, it's a wonder the deacon didn't have to tell me to get, come, get in out of the rain. Amen. And then in 1950, the visions began to come. And from 1950 to February of 1959, the Lord appeared to me eight times. Three times out of the eight, he talked to me for an hour and a half. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. One of our products is called Living in the Supernatural. Yes. That's a, a two DVDs by my dad, mm-hmm. Living in the Supernatural. And then my CD, of You're Not of This World. That's right. So, hey... Uh, go online right now to rhema.org and, and get these right Normally now. $33.95, but we're offering them for $29.95, $4 off. See, in, in the DVDs, Living in the Supernatural, is uh, the first DVD, Seeing into the Supernatural. Mm-hmm. And the second one is Built on Purpose, Not on Personalities. Yes. Okay? Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, Live in the Supernatural, here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan.